Folks, if you love Mega like we think you do, do us a small favor. Join the Patreon. It's the number one way to support a small podcast like ours. The year we had was, well, I wouldn't say we didn't get our asses kicked with strikes and podcasting budgets getting slashed. So why not just head over and give it a try? You can do a free trial on Patreon. If that's not in your plan, at the very least, share your favorite episode of Mega with a friend and leave us a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. We'd love to keep going, and we can't do it without you. Thanks. I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional megachurch. We are here, the Lord, we are here, and we're ready, ready to podcast. Hiya, I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church. We love to give our mega church. A tiny family feel. And per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Haas. It's Thanksgiving, and I want to be a living sanctuary for you. Well, you <laughs> meaning Jesus. Right. Hallie, how are you? Oh, it's just one of the most Christian, Christ-centered, Christ-following holidays where we give thanks that God gave us this nation, the greatest nation on earth, and we took it from, uh, you know, anyone who didn't love God, and we have turned it into a God-fearing nation. We got God on the money. We got God in the Constitution. We got God in the pictures in the Oval Office. We've got God in charge. Well, maybe not right now when there's a liberal in there. They probably, you know, try to make it godless. But you know what? Uh, you can't. He's everywhere. And I am so grateful this Thanksgiving. I'm too grateful to be hateful. It's my favorite holiday because it's all focused on food, and I really love to sit down, to do a lot of planning, to have a lot of different options. Oh, I love a green bean casserole. I like real stuffing with 
big chunks of bread. I like homemade, handmade gravy. I like the light meat. I like the dark meat. I like the pecan pie. I like the pumpkin pie. I like the sweet potato okay, pie. Hey, I like yeah, the I crumbles. Think, it's yeah. a great holiday, just focused we, on food. But I yeah. know it's very important to celebrate this Christ-centered holiday with service. So before my family ever fills their faces, every single Thanksgiving, I take them down to the soup kitchen and we do a solid 45 minutes of service before we come home and relax and watch football and feed our faces all day. And uh, I just feel like that's instilling some good values into my kids and they get to see the way these impoverished poor souls live after a lifetime of making such bad choices. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then I always do the tradition over dinner uh, where everyone goes around and they say something they're thankful for. We got to do it every single time. And for the most part, everybody says, I'm so glad I'm not living in a homeless shelter or going to a soup kitchen. And so, Oh, I mean, it's kind of a double reminder then, isn't it? See? Wow, that's really great, Hallie. I love that. Do you have any good Thanksgiving traditions, Greg? Well, I'm not sure if I've mentioned him before, but Clay my Mason friend Bannerman. Clay Mason Bannerman and I, we invite 11 of our best friends Ooh. over, all guys, Aww. mostly from the gym. And what we do is a thing after I finish up work on Monday, uh, we do a thing called Turkey Tuesday, where we each... Uh, we each go to the supermarket and buy a whole turkey okay. and then we have to sit down and you have to try to eat the entire turkey by <laughs> yourself. And so it's always a fun thing because you're always wondering, you know, who's going to get the biggest turkey. We do a, a drawing to see who pulls out the the biggest turkey. You, that's the one you've got to eat. And then if you don't get sick, uh, you win. And then we all just go down to the local CrossFit gym and do a workout and, uh, and have a really great time. So what do you do after the workout? Oh, then we all go and eat Chinese. Awesome. Even though you were stuffed with an entire turkey? I know. That's part of the challenge, Allie. Well, I guess if you barfed it up, you'll be hungry again after your workout. You know, Gray, I don't know if you know this because you're Australian, but um, I always thought that eating Chinese food was a Christmas tradition. You, You order Chinese food on Christmas Day. Oh, no. Actually, Allie, in Australia, we always eat Chinese buffet on Thanksgiving, on on American Thanksgiving. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So what do you eat on Christmas? You do the classic Christmas goose? No, you know, we don't really have a specific Christmas food, although my uncle did used to goose us on Christmas, but he's in jail now. Oh, that's probably good. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers. And most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com.
Well, just like Jesus' return is going to be a reboot of how awesome his first visit on planet Earth was, our guest today is a reboot genius, if you ask me. It's Mr. June Morganson. Welcome to the program, my friend. How are you feeling today? Hi, Hallie. Hey, hi, hi, Hallie. Hi, Gray. It's great to see both of you. God bless. Amen. Uh, uh-huh. we, you make us feel too anointed to be disappointed and too grateful to be hateful. It is so <laughs> lovely to have an artist on the program, a, vi- a visiting artist from Hollywood CA. That is right. Tell us a little bit about your background, June, because I mean, I, I, I actually had never heard of, of what you're doing because uh, clearly I'm from Australia, but, um, uh, yeah, what, what is the, what is it that, that you do there in Hollywood and, uh, how did you get into the whole acting thing? Well, um, I think um, acting a lot of like religion is a calling. Um, And uh, I I feel like I was called at a very, very young age when um, I was at Twin Hills when I was young, uh, working with Pastor Steve. Um, I I felt like I just had this performative nature. And so I went out to LA, the land of dreams, city of angels, um, sometimes devils, but you can figure out how to avoid them. Um, And uh, um, I, I got a lucky little break working on a beloved uh, children's show called uh, Gerbert. Um, I think we may have had it in Australia, but um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> those were above; those decisions were above my little little child's head. But oh. um, yeah, working with the lovable child's character Gerbert. Oh. Gerbert, actually, you know that Gerbert. We did not have it in Australia, but it's actually huh. based on an Australian show, um, and that was called Billy Blundo Jesus Worm, uh, which was about a, a purple worm who loved Jesus. Awesome. And yes. I think you know Gerbert looks a bit like sort of an orange worm or something like that. And um, so yeah, it's. It, I think that was actually a reboot of an Australian idea, Billy Bl- Blundo the Jesus Worm. I remember Billy Blundo. I think I remember the writers talking about it a little bit off offset. You know, oh, really? they really. Yeah. I mean, we all draw inspiration from everything, yeah. and um, yeah, I, I I I remember Billy Blundo. There was a lot of that spirit. I feel like the spirit was there, and the spirit was definitely on set with the Gerbert. I hope not too much because several of the writers I do think had a cocaine issue. Oh no! Yes. and then that is why it eventually went away, just because the, the character talked too fast and no one really could understand what he was saying. It turned out it was just cocaine. Uh, well, I think Gerbert. Um, yeah, I don't know if it was. I don't know if any of the writers did any uh, cocaine. Well, we actually, uh, as a child star, I guess, um, oh. we, they they often tried to um, give us a little dose of sin. But you know, uh, we, we we tried to stay really regimented. You know, it was very much like army army camp <laughs> on, yeah. on that set. But that's what happens to kids in Hollywood. It happened to uh, what's her name who was on ET. Um, then she was a Golden Girl. Yeah. And- what was her name? Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Yeah, yeah, they gave her as a five-year-old. I think they gave her cocaine, heroin, orgies, and here she was, just a child. It's it's a perfect example of how Hollywood will eat you alive. It will, but uh, you know, Hollywood really does have a light side as well as a dark side. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I will say that uh, times were tough on the Gerbert set, you know, um, but I, I really thought it was really just gentle hazing. Um, but I, I am so excited to to be back in my hometown and spreading the word about Gerbert and trying to like bring it back in force, you know. That's right. Yeah. So well, tell us about. So so let's just back up because Gerbert, I remember. So were you the voice of Gerbert or something? No, because I don't really remember any. Uh, okay, you. No, I, okay. I was not the voice of Gerbert. Um, uh, Gerbert was puppeteered and led by a couple of people. Um. <laughs> A couple of people a bit older than me, and uh, I was—I played a, a young boy named Herbert. And in the, in the original pilot, we actually were supposed to be siblings, oh. but 
that's the way Hollywood is. And and the story, uh, the, the artists and, and the writers really felt it would be better to focus on on Gerbert. And and a lot of uh, a lot of the word of God came better out of out of one one uh, puppet child's mouth as as opposed to sharing the spotlight with with another child. Ah. <laughs> you know. Oh, so Gerbert was a child. Gerbert was a child. Gerbert okay, was a, a, was a, a playing playing a little boy. No, Gerbert was a little orange. Um, they never really specified. It's a I human, think, uh, an orange. Yeah, human? like a small a small child uh, with orange skin, probably spray tanned like a lot of us child actors were. Oh, oh really? sure, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, Gerbert no was just a a little boy growing up in a in a small town, a lot like. Uh, a lot, a lot like here in Indiana, you know. Uh, yeah. Except it was filmed in in Los Angeles. Right. Okay. Well, who doesn't love a spray tan? I do one every time I go to a wedding, and mm. um, I'm sure that you bringing up Gerbert is just is really jogging a happy memory for a <laughs> lot of Christians out there of the round headed orange little character who really taught us a lot of life lessons, wouldn't you say? I mean, what was the real thrust of the theme with the message of Gerbert? Well, originally Herbert and Gerbert's uh. Uh, ideas like we're struggling as children and we're trying to come up with the we're trying to deal with all of the problems that that children deal with like people forgetting about our birthday party or or wanting to know what we wanted to be when we grow up or how to deal with bullies yeah. um, and, and we're using the word of christ to to, to do that and, and i learned a lot of lessons just on set and on in the script awesome oh that is great that and is... it wasn't a worm I, I okay i'm just confused because no really... it wasn't a worm it was a little child um it was a little orange child okay yeah <laughs> uh, well, we're I mean, both I children it does have hands and yeah a... i don't okay. know if the worm had hands um okay. but this children he had, he had limbs two hands two legs and a little hat and a little shirt well, i also was... had a little hat but again it was cut it was really strange because in late seasons of Billy Blundo, they actually added arms and legs and people were going, wait, that's a worm with arms and legs. And then they were going, oh, that was more of the cocaine. That was a cocaine idea, you know, that they had come up with in the latest seasons. They were going, clearly people are on drugs. But this is yeah. really interesting, June. Um, I yeah. did want to ask. Yeah. So you did, you know, uh, an episode, I guess is what you're saying. Well, and, I was on the whole show. Then, I did more than an episode. Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was on the whole and show. And so what? Okay. Awesome. And so were you kind of in the background? Of, no, no, no. I was a, I was a regular cast member. So there was going to be like a like a shared relationship. They were going to be brothers and then they'd be dealing with like brotherhood and, and like fighting over toys and fighting over space in the room. Um, but then uh, due to some creative difficulties, they decided just to focus on Gerbert. And I was put with the rest of the cast of children who were like neighbors and his friends. Okay. Okay. And once you sort of outgrew that role, yeah, yeah. Um, were you able to just like really keep working in Hollywood? Yeah, it was really hard to say goodbye to Herbert um, and say goodbye to that family. Uh, but I, I think after after um, after I left the Gerbert show, um, I I went back and and hit hit my nose to the grindstone and spent a lot of time working on my process. You know, because there there aren't a lot of processes, acting processes, that focus on like the spirit as well as um, you know building a character most of them oh, are about like like digging up pain and and using your imagination but a lot of them don't spend enough time working on the father like thinking about the father and the son you know mm. and the holy spirit yeah well it seems like a brilliant plan that you have to do a gerbert reboot because yes. a everything's being reboot nowadays it's it's you know uh hollywood's obsessed with ip mm -hmm. evidently you know we got a new little mermaid a new three's company a new ferris bueller a new alf top gun forrest gump every single thing and and um you know what 
they, they say that the Bart Simpson voice, you know, as wicked and crass as it is, is a grown up. Yes. And that that that, that grown up can play a, a child forever. And so yes. I don't see why you shouldn't go bring back Gerbert. And you know what? You can now be the voice talent of Gerbert and Herbert. You can be whoever you want now that you're a major producer heading up the reboot. I mean... I, hopefully, if you make it, if you get the money, I know you're at Twin Hills seeking some funding and whatnot. I hope you get it. I mean, thank you so much, Hallie. I, I think really if we can get a small uh, a small amount of like a, just a seed fund of about $7 million, we can, you know, we can we can get enough money to, to uh, uh, we don't have a producer yet. We're not tied to a particular company, but what we're going to do is build a following, cool. put it out there on YouTube in the same vein of like those shows like hot ones or things like that build a following and get people really interested in the relationship and the character of gerbert and and herbert as young adults dealing with 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 uh real struggles you know and and also talking about god and how god uh, is folded into our daily lives it feels like god is a bad word today nowadays on on television i know it's so true it's terrible we're under attack why is why is it bad to say why is it bad to say jesus christ yeah and say like i'm oh yeah i'm i'm not getting the auditions i want jesus christ please come come be with me and 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 send my energy out there to yeah. out, out there to those yeah. to casting directors and so on and so forth yeah you used to say i'm a christian and people would say oh thank god it was almost like you know when somebody asks if there's a doctor on the plane everyone gets like oh thank goodness same thing well uh, you're surrounded by christians everything's going to be okay nowadays people act like when you say you're a christian they recoil and say oh no these exactly. racist bigots are here who hate everybody and I'm like, no, there's Amen. a song that goes, they will know we are Christians by our what? By our love. By our love. Thank you. Thank you. And I feel like we are the most loving people in the whole world and they hate us for it. Yes. Uh, speaking of by our love, I'm looking at your IMDb and I'm just wondering about a few of these titles because not only have I never heard of them, but um, let, but I did just, I would love to find out what they were about because, so sure. let's see. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, so Gypsy Lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. What was that about? Uh, Gypsy Lunch was a um, made-for-TV movie that was about uh, a group of young teens who who were deciding to find out their future. And so they um, see a gypsy for lunch uh, on her time off, and they learn about their future. And some of those uh, futures are bleak, and a lot of those kids die horribly. Now, okay. Christ really is not was not a part of that story but you know what sometimes an act as an actor you take one job for them and one job for christ and i mm. feel like sometimes i had to take a couple of jobs that maybe maybe didn't have enough of the story of, of god in them or, or a lot of themes mm. in them but helped support my life and mm. therefore my mission so yeah, I, um i mean i just yeah that, that that's amazing because i've never heard i mean there's just uh, a place with no name a place with no um name. Uh, uh, keeping up appearances, mm. the Nethers. Ooh, Nethers was good. Whitewashed. Uh, how America is going in the wrong direction. Yeah, a lot. Uh, sometimes a lot. Some of those stories were a little bit more political than my than what I was what, than what I was uh, used to as a, a young um, 19, 21 year old. Uh, but I, I think really, it, it, again, it, for every role I took, even though you couldn't see it in the story, like. Um, a place with no name, for instance, you know, this was just a, a, a story about 
um, the mafia casino business oh. and how um, um, young 21 year olds uh, were bit. It was a small role. I, I was um, I, I was a kid who gets kicked out of a casino. But a part I really enjoyed in that process was learning about what I like to call the, the Christian method of acting awesome. and, find, and learning about how I can't like, who is this child? How did this child discover God? What is my intention when I'm talking to these other people? Like when I'm, when I'm talking to the person um, behind the cash register and they kick me out, like, is this person a believer or a follower? Oh, that is great. And, um, and you're also in 2000 mules. Oh, I've heard of that. It's a small role, but, um, I play one of the, one of the many mules? Uh, government government. Yeah. Well, oh. uh, um, I, some, you know, mules, I think get a bad rap, but okay. don't, sure. don't forget that, um, you know, a mule was very integral to a little baby boy back in Bethlehem. That so is right. when I play a mule, I think of like mules are more than just, um, uh, uh, people who may be misguided and who may have uh, 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 been a part of some bad groups uh, along the way, but they're also they also deliver people from one place to the other. That's um, right. So yes, so I don't know if I should talk about that uh, my part in that movie anymore. But I, I am I loved the opportunity to get to work with such a huge. With something that has such a wonderful following, right? Um, and I have met a lot of people who have stopped me on the street and um, uh, demanded my opinion about um, the upcoming election. Oh, for that some is reason, so great. Yeah, it really is because I love getting involved, and I it just gives me a chance to again um, tell people about the real story that we should be investing our thoughts and time and money in, which is this relationship the story between Gerbert Jesus. Oh. Well, yes, yes, the story of Jesus. And and Gerbert. Oh yeah, the Gerbert thing, right? And and you know what, June? I believe that any story ever being told, even these secular people telling these secular stories that you've had to be involved in with from time yes. to time, sadly. But you know what? I firmly believe that every single story ever being told is ultimately the story of the redemption of the cross. No matter what, even if you're talking about pretty woman, it's still the story of Jesus in all of these stories. I really believe it. We just keep retelling that story. And what a lot of people don't see is behind these secular movies, there are real people. And I very often get a chance to talk to them and talk to them about the mission and talk to them about my time at Twin Hills and try to bring them into my my close circle. And sometimes I don't get invited back to a lot of these projects, but I uh. know that I will that I've made an impact. Well, now that you're dipping your toe in the water of reboot stuff, you can make all this stuff your darn self. You know what I mean? I mean, for those people out there, for, for Christians who might be newer to the faith or mm -hmm. who didn't have exposure to Gerbert, you know, as, as a child and that, that wholesome Christian programming, mm -hmm. you know, there's other stuff you could reboot too. Do you remember, you know, Salty, uh, the Salty, the Psalm mm -hmm. book, um, musicals or bullfrogs and butterflies, they both been born again. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, the story of redemption is all around us, even in creation or Ants Hillvay. I want them to reboot that. Town, where we like to entertain you. Oh. Come on in and sit down. I mean, it's like you could do all these. You could reboot VeggieTales, June. You could oh, make if it, I could be so lucky. You could make it Tofu Tales. Or, or, well, I don't know or about VeggieTales. Honestly, I've met Phil Vischer a few times, the guy who created it. Yes. And what a nightmare. I mean, he's just an absolute, just a, that guy's just a friggin', I, I just do not. Like the VeggieTales guy? Vision. No, Hallie. Have you ever met him? Oh no, is he? Does he have a scandal? What's oh, the problem? No, he's just so conceited. He's oh, is like, that right? yeah. 
oh yeah, he like walks in, like he throws money around. I, I just don't like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, he's it's very a, demanding on set. Oh, really? Have you worked with him? Yeah, um, in season three of Gerbert, uh, oh, Gerbert go, and yeah. Herbert. Well, but just Gerbert. Uh, he came on set and worked. Uh, came as, as like a little a spot, you know, as a, a writer early on oh, uh, really? before he went off to do Veggie Tales. Yeah, uh, but he was didn't like it when we looked him in the eye. Um, yeah, which is, I've heard that. Which was a little odd, but you know, everyone has their process, um, right? And everyone has their path to Christ. Well, if so, there's someone going to be on cocaine at, on the set of Gilbert, it's probably going to be Phil Vischer because he's got that cocaine energy anyway. And in, what I mean by that is, you know, he thinks he's the most interesting person in the room and won't stop talking. And then everyone's going, hey, you know, chill out a bit, Phil. And he's, you know, he doesn't. But yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's great. I don't think enough people respect the act, the process of some of these artists, you know, mm. like um, like the writers on Gerbert used to make me sit on a block of ice whenever I said a cuss word. And I, oh, I wow. didn't like that as a child, but as an adult, Adult, I don't say curse words anymore. So those that th- that type of hazing and like gentle prodding and real prodding really helped me become the actor and the writer and the producer that I am today. Well, you know, I do want to wow. say this, which is I don't think there are any good child actors anymore. It really kind of ended in the 80s and 90s because, you know, I just think that once they started saying, hey, you can only work a few hours a day or whatever, they, they, the skills just went right down the tube. I mean, you go back and watch some of these old these old kids who were actors and they were working them 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 hours a week and you're going, well, that's probably a lot for a kid, but the performances are amazing. Oh, the original Little Rascals, these were toddlers and they were like performing the functions of the mayor of a city. Yes. I mean, they could do full speeches, they could read teleprompters and they were three years old and I mean, they were holding forth. It was amazing. These are the kind of traditions that I really want to bring back into these reboots, you know, because we really need more discipline. I get so man frustrated when I see shows like iCarly and I say, oh, wow, these these people aren't, they don't believe in anything, these children. Uh-huh. They don't believe in anything, clearly. Uh-huh. I, I look at them and I see, I don't see faith. I don't see God. I don't see any intention. And I say, oh, wow, they just showed up to set, turned on the camera and said their lines. They didn't show up to set at 5 a.m., start to build the set and then spend some time working on their bodies and their instrument for three hours before getting in front of the camera. And I think they really need discipline for these young actors to guide them and provide some leadership and bring them into, into the fold. it work when you right now it seems like you're really focusing on getting this reboot mm. going of Gerbert mm. um, how do you make it work are you still out there auditioning all the time or working or what how, do, how does because I'm always like wow LA is expensive it is very expensive um, fortunately I still have resources I've was able to save up a lot of money when I was on Bindle Sifters uh, it was a classic um, classic cartoon that ran for um one season on Cartoon Network, but oh, really? I still get a couple of residuals there, and I and I, I try to conserve my money and my time and my energy, and I'm back at home helping my folks, helping them along with, with some with with their projects and and um, spending some quality time with them. Also hitting the streets, I'm spending a lot of time hitting the streets and trying to raise money door to door sometimes and online on TikTok um, okay. to tell people about the mission of of Gerbert and Herbert and. Occasionally, I'll pick up some other jobs uh, as duck tour guide uh, or um, segway tour guides. 
That's awesome. Now, the original Gerbert, was it a Muppet in the reboot? Oh, it was a bit of a worm, I think. It, 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 it wasn't a worm. It was a, Gerbert was a boy. Gerbert was a boy who had a a, a ball cap and, and, a, and, a, and a shirt. Um, and I just want to make that very, it wasn't a very, Okay. But I, was I'm it just, a Muppet or was it like stop motion or was it animation? It was definitely what was a Muppet that? mixed with a worm boy. Well, uh, well, it was a puppet. And Muppets are a Jim Henson property. Um, others, are, they're just called puppets and puppeteers. Oh, wow. um, Muppets are a Jim Henson property, and, and he oh. was just a puppet of a little boy. And oh, then wow. there was a, uh, he had a human sibling. And so we had a really great energy, me and the uh, the three 40-year-olds who, who played him. Yeah. I just think that the thing about Gerbert and the way that he looks is it's like, is it a worm that was burned in a fire or something? Because huh. it's just like, you know how sometimes you see a burn victim and all the features are a bit gone? Well, I, I think if it were a worm, you'd be able to see it because they were real artists working on that puppet. And so you would be very clear, um, you know, I don't know how they do things back and down and under, but um, here in America, you can really see the detail on the puppet. You'd be able to see some scars. So really, I, I think that would probably be distracting from the, the word of Christ that we were teaching. But um, Well, I think puppets are a very godly... Um, uh, just puppets are the perfect example yes. of sort of like our relationship to God. You know yes. what I mean? God is Geppetto and we are Pinocchio. He is holding the strings. He controls our movements. He guides our paths. And um, uh, uh, I think puppets, are the reason Christians are so attracted to puppets, mm. using it a lot in our programming, our children's mm, programming, yes. our comedic programming, is because it speaks to the exact dynamic that we experience with our Lord and Savior, with our creator, with the God of the universe the divine Geppetto. Amen. You know what I mean? Yes. And you, and um, June, earlier you mentioned some gentle hazing mm. that you received, whether in the writer's room or on the TV set or the film crew or whatever it's called. And I just wanted to ask you about, um, you know, how you survived that hazing and what it's like, because as a female working in the church leadership world, <laughs> I get hazed from time to time yes. throughout each and every meeting I go to, you know, <laughs> the, the upper the upper leadership of our of yeah. our Awesome uh, men who are in charge, they'll make comments about the fluctuation of my weight or the color of my hair, or mm. they'll just mostly ask me to, you know, please be quiet and, and sit down. And, huh. and I just say, oh, all these little like body jokes and whatnot, they're just trying to make me feel like I'm one of the gang, huh? I just laugh and I laugh. How was it for you? Well, I think it was really just a way for um, these artists who had so much on their plate. Um, and they had so much stress on them to to let off some steam and to really make us feel a part of the gang, you know? Yep, yep. I, I, I like, it wasn't a lot of stuff, you know, just, you know, sometimes we would sleep in a closet and that way we were on set for ready yep, the next day right or, uh -huh. or pick up, pick up the writer's cigarettes, you know? Keep things, the moral for that is let's keep things clean and make the world better than we found it. There was a moral with every single every single activity we were given offset. Speaking of a closet, one time I was at the Elevate conference in Sarasota and Phil Vischer was found inside a closet in a pile of, well, I don't even want to describe what it was, but I was yeah, basically like, well, I guess I know where he got the idea for the Veggie Tales because, you know. Mm. I mean, there are, the creative process, especially in Hollyweird, can really, you know, it can really take a toll on, on us, but what I try to think about is even if I am losing sleep for a couple of days, I need to think about the mission and I need to think about where I'm getting my energy from. Yeah. Because even in a desert of Los Angeles, there 
is a source, and that source is Jesus Christ. Yeah, I love and that. I, I wake up with so much energy every day. Awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> what are some tips and techniques you've found for keeping your mind and heart pure out there in, in kind of a, a, of a town that is trying to eat you alive? The evil one is at work out there. Well, I feel like isolating yourself really helps. Okay. Um, and spending a lot of time alone, meditating, thinking about God, finding a community of uh, of um, of people that may, they don't even always have to be real. Maybe they could like their puppets that you've made, or maybe they are um, friends you've made out on the street, strangers. Because a lot of times, as artists, we have to people watch. So yep. think about them, keep them in your mind. Sometimes I like to make little deposits for later, so that way when I'm alone in my studio apartment, I can think, huh, maybe that's a friend I can think about tonight. And then I'm never alone. And also, I'll, there's even though I'm living in a studio, I do have a roommate, and it's you know who it is. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Is it Phil? It's the Holy Spirit. Oh, okay. I, I was For worried sure. it was Phil Vicia. No, it's, um, no, I try to separate myself. I, I, no, I haven't worked with them in a while. Um, just, it's Jesus, it's Christ. That is awesome, June. And, and yeah. I mean, I guess I got to wonder, is the original team all coming back for the reboot of Gobit? Well, I hope they're listening to this, pro- this podcast. It might be a little bit of a surprise, but I think with the right script, which I've been working on for the past two years, and just the right amount of seed money, I think I might be able to get some of their attention. You know what I mean? So they're not aware of it yet. But uh, I, I have a I have a feeling that when they hear about the story of Gerbert and Herbert, they're going to be like, oh, wait, what's that flutter in my heart? Oh, <laughs> yep. it's brother. It's brotherly love. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And, and one of them's a worm in that or no? No, no. One of them, her, Gerbert is a, they're both little boys and they grew up together in a tough, okay. in a tough neighborhood sometimes. And, and they use the stories of <clears throat> Christ and uh, th- th- they're no. They're, Gerbert is a boy. Gerbert, Gerbert is a little child. Okay. It's a child. Just, well, it's a child puppet. Okay. Just doesn't look like it. Well, um, I don't know what Blippity looked like, but uh-huh. the, you know the I. Uh, uh, he didn't look like Gerbert. So well, his name was Billy um, Blundo, and whatever he was the Jesus. Uh, oh, Jesus. Well, um, so I'm really so excited to be talking about Gerbert and Herbert, and maybe you know, maybe I'll stop by Twin Hills, talk to your wonderful community and see if anyone wanted to be angels angel investors i love it and maybe you know what we need to reinvest in that timeless timeless song about jesus that refers to children by the color of their skin calling them red and yellow black and white they Mm. are precious in his sight you know what we just need to get orange added to the color list and then gerbert's good to go yeah yes exactly i love that I love that, Hallie. I don't know if you have any experience writing uh, or being on a Hollywood TV set, but if you ever want... Is that how um, it works? A, yeah, you just uh, you just uh, reboot an old it's classic. It's all about who you know. Yeah, you go red and yellow, black and orange, we already know white. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Red and yellow, red black and, and white. Red and yellow, black and, and white. Orange. And we're adding orange just right. You know, something like that. Uh, Basically, did I just reboot that song? I, I think you did. I thought, oh, I think we're going to have to make it 7.5 million and give you some residuals. <laughs> yeah, you just have to find the uh, the natural rhyme yes. in there. Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. So, you know, we, we'll just find a rhyme it's, for orange. Red and yellow, black and orange, yeah, they the are. Orange, they are precious. Uh, Por- porn? Uh, Let's start porridge? at the beginning and roll into there. Yeah, uh, the eating porridge. Uh, porridge? Yellow, black uh, and orange. Uh, um, red and yellow. Um, Something storage? Well, there's also slant. There's also, don't forget, slant rhymes. Oh, right. So, um, Cor- red and yellow, black and orange. Um, they're, uh, I think they you start, I, th- I think you started a bit high. You're right. Well, um, red and yellow, black and orange, they have time to 
Um, see there. Uh, red and yellow, black and orange. Why are we not thinking of it? There has to be a. Maybe we get a rhyming dictionary. Porridge. 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 No, I'm saying horridge. Horridge. Storage. Horridge. Horridge. That's what Phil Vicia used to call a place where he kept all his prostitutes. Oh. Is forange a word? Um, foreign is a word. Uh, borange. Corange. Um, uh, oh, uh, torrents. Uh, orange. Lorange, or, like Lorange Michaels. You separate. We need to separate the word. Or uh, Ange. Um, um, you know what? I I don't know if it's worth the reboot. June Morganson was played by the delightful John Matson. Follow him at John Matson. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Gray Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. <laughs>